Hey, Backtrackers, it's me, John. Corey and I wanted to address that we record a lot of these episodes well in advance due to our busy schedules. We might not be discussing events in real time, such as Aerosmith postponing their Vegas shows. We are saddened by Stephen's relapse, and we wish him a speedy recovery. Um, Thank you guys for listening, and we appreciate all of you. Good morning, glory, hallelujah to you, and welcome to Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited, brought to you by Pop Rock and Radio, Ken Knapsack's Pop Rock and Radio, the big hits, album cuts, and B-sides from the rock and pop world that make up the soundtracks of our lives. Look for live shows and make requests, sing, dance, and celebrate the music with the Pop Rock and Radio community, which features myself, Corey Morissette, and my good friend, uh, from all the way in Long Island, New York, St. John Mariano. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing well, Corey. I was just enjoying a uh, grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, you bastard. Uh, now I'm hungry. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I got to ask you a question. Um, when you when you do the grilled cheese, do you put um, some mayo on the bread to get that golden, that, that golden color, or do you just go straight butter? I go straight because I, I'm just not a fan of mayo. And that's kind of sacrilege in Canada where a lot of people even dip their French fries in mayo, which is just completely disgusting for me. But uh, I'm not a huge mayo fan. I can have it on some stuff, you know, mayo on a chicken sandwich, I think is okay. But grilled cheese with mayo, no, that, that would be a, a no for me. So, so, so I want you to do me a favor before you, before you give it the hard no, because you don't actually get the flavor of the mayo, believe it or not. So I want you to make it, assemble your sandwich next time. And then get the lightest amount of mayonnaise on a, on a spreader knife, okay? okay. And, and gently spread it across the bread. Then you scissor the butter and drop it mayo side down first. Okay. Then you, you hit a, a light, another light thing of mayo on the other side of the sandwich for when you flip it. And all it's going to do is the oil from, from the mayonnaise is going to give this, this true golden color and a, a better crisp to the bed, to the toast when you bite into it. When it comes to food, I trust you wholeheartedly. Yeah. Like you and are it, a tremendous cook. I've never eaten anything you've made, but you sent me the pictures and it's, they look so good. So if you say to do this, I'm absolutely going to do it. This, this isn't about the flavor. I know, I know this is an Aerosmith podcast, but my God, I was just having this, this grilled cheese sandwich and, and it's got the crisp on the outside and the gooeyness on the inside oh, and that combination to me, it's, it's kind of like the song we had last week, Seasons of Wither. It's, it's, it's got a lot of layers to it. Boy, that was a damn good song, wasn't it? We were even talking about it off air. Like, we just caught ourselves listening to the song because it, it's that damn good. And it, it's going to be hard to eliminate that one. Like, it, you think, you know, show 13, it's got a long way to go. But that song's got legs. I, I don't know if that comes off anytime soon. I know you change your opinion hourly, it seems like. Uh, how are you feeling about that song this week? I, 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 I'm I'm still on it pretty much. I did I did think about it a little bit, and as good as that song is, I am curious to see if it holds up to the live versions of itself. Which there is one uh, from yeah. Rockin' the Joint. Now that as a live album isn't tremendous. Um, the the band wasn't fantastic uh, on that album, but it, and I haven't heard the live version of, of of Seasons of Weather from that album in a very long time. 
So I, I am looking forward to maybe getting that on the die one time so we can see if the live version stacks up to the original because the original had everything. You had that nice, you had the crowd at the beginning, then you had that nice howling wind, and then Steven on the little, on the acoustic, then the whole band kicks in, and oh, it was just phenomenal. You know, I'm, 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 I, I know I derailed the show a little bit early talking, doing some grilled cheese talk, but why don't we uh, re- recap the dice for, for, for everybody and uh, see what we're going to talk about this week? Absolutely. On the dice, currently, Chip Away the Stone, which has been there since week one. Helter Skelter, the uh, Beatles uh, cover. You Got a Move, which is a cover from Honkin' on Bobo. Uh, Shame on You, which was just put on the die uh, from. Uh, Done with mirrors. Uh, John Mariano put that on there last week. Just push play and sick as a dog. So, what do you say, John? If you're ready, uh, let's roll this sucker and see what we come up with. Let's, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna give it a roll this week. Let's see what let's see what we get. All right, and we're coming up. Chip away the stone show 14. It's finally off the die. This is a great, great song. Uh, one of my absolute all-time favorites, so much so that it was one of my original three choices to put on the die. Uh, John, uh, this was a big one from a Pandora's box. I believe it was also on Gems. Um, man, I, I would be looking forward to this one for a long time. What are your thoughts on uh, Chip Away the Stone? I, I, I adore this song. I, I, you know, when you put this on, like, episode one, uh, um, I, was, I, I was excited. I've been looking forward to it now um thir- 13 songs deep or whatever, however deep we are and and, and uh i'm excited and I'm, I'm also excited because this is going to freshen up the dice a little bit like as you said this has been on there since since, since episode one so so this will freshen it up it'll give it a different look and uh i can't wait to i can't wait to hear it and comment on it now we're going to go with the uh, studio version uh which is uh, off of gems um, there's also a live version on live bootleg that I remember being uh, very, very good. So, but we're going to go with the, with the studio version here uh, tonight. Chip away. The stone was ri- written by uh, Richie Supa, uh, who uh, was a longtime friend of Aerosmith. Um, he actually temporarily replaced Joe Perry uh, when Joe left the band in 79 until a replacement was found. Uh, he he's helped co-write a, a ton of songs, including uh, lightning strikes, amazing from get a grip and pink uh, off of nine lives. Um, he's also uh, a writer credited with a lot of uh, Richie Sambora solo stuff. Uh, he's written with Pink. And uh, he's also uh, co-written some stuff uh, for uh, Ozzy Osbourne, which is kind of cool. Um, but uh, Chip Away the Stone was a single off of Live Bootleg. Uh, but the track we're, we're going to listen to tonight was featured on, uh, on the Greatest Hits uh, compilation, Gems. And it was also featured on uh, Pandora's Box and uh, on Greatest Hits 73 to 88. Uh, and the live video is also featured on the Aerosmith video scrapbook. So a uh, pretty well-known song uh, in Aerosmith circles, even though it wasn't given like a, an official uh, album release so much. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know if this is going to be one of the ones that they play when, when, when they hit Vegas for their residency, they played it a ton in 78 and haven't played it a lot since in concert. Um, although Steven Tyler did play it on the tonight show with Randy Jackson and the house band on the Tonight Show back in 2012. But Steve yeah. does like the song enough to, to, to play it on live TV. Um, we we will see um, if he and the band play it in Vegas. It, it was played in uh, 2019 eight different times. 
2017 seven different times. So uh, they have been known to bust this one out. Uh, but what do you say, John? Uh, let's crack open some gems and listen to a little chip away the stove. Go for it. That's just peak Aerosmith to me. You got a, a killer riff, a great melody. Steven sounds fantastic. Lyrics are awesome. Well, you're acting like a prima donna, playing so hard to get, acting so cool and nonchalant, dragging on a cigarette. That's fantastic. Like th this is just. Uh, it, we talked about this mixtape being. If you're introducing Aerosmith to somebody who'd never heard of them, what songs would you have on there? This is a prime example for me. Yeah, he's he's just so damn cool, right? Like, you know, you know, this is the epitome of of, a, of like cool rock, and and I'm looking forward to getting into it a little bit more. But but even how we're kicking off and starting here, this is this is the sound of Aerosmith that you look for. That's Aerosmith, 100%, right? You got a dirty blues guitar, a little slide guitar in there. You got some honky-tonk piano. You got a great medley. Steven sounds fantastic. The band's on fire. This is Aerosmith really pumping on all cylinders. No, this is this is Aerosmith sounding like they belong in the house of blues right now in so many ways. Like the, the piano the piano kicking in, um, the bluesiness of, of the guitars, um, the beat. It's 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 a very bluesy Aerosmith track, and they're a very bluesy band. So to me, that this is kind of what you know. I know uh, newer fans kind of point to their output in the Geffen years, which is very kind of pop orientated. They had outside writers and stuff. This is even though it's written uh, written by Richard Supa, this is very much you know a Steven Tyler Joe Perry kind of feel of a song. A great chorus, great guitar playing. The band sounds fantastic and. One of my favorite choruses, actually, in Aerosmith history. What do you think of, of how that chorus sounds? So, so, so far, I'm really, really digging it, Corey. Um, you, you, you know, I, I see why why you slapped it on there so so early. Um, it, it, it's kind of funny that it lasted so long, but you know, 14 seems like the right episode for the song. You, you know, we've had enough to to review at this point and listen to where we've got enough variation of Aerosmith. To sit there and, and kind of say, you know, this is this is the type of song that you want to include on the playlist. Yeah. <laughs> 
man, even a rock will crumble if you strike it night and day. If hammer I must, I'm going to get through your crest, going to chip that stone away. That's some fantastic lyric writing right there. Uh, and, and, and this is this is what you know we we, we love about Stephen Tyler's lyrics, right? Like just 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 the way he paints a picture. You know, if you, if a few songs ago, um, we we had we, we had we had a song off of Big Ones, the Walk on the Water song, yep. and he he was very much like line by line, just hitting you with like more like a poem. This is more like a story, and this is more of what we're used to out of Aerosmith. Uh, out of Steven Tyler and his lyrics. thoughts of the solo section the last song we did didn't really have a solo a little bit more of a traditional solo in there what'd you think no it's a little more of a t- traditional solo it's a little bit more of a traditional aerosmith song um i like this i i you know you, you you're the one who wants to bring up seasons of wither and you know if you're asking me if it stands up next to seasons of wither i still have the king of the mountain and it's still seasons of wither but but you know the, the, this, the, this isn't far off from that, and this is this is going to have a run for its money on on, on the mixtape as well. Like you can just tell already. If the goal is to find the eighteen tracks that represent the best of Aerosmith and what Aerosmith represents and what the what the Aerosmith sound is, this song stays on there. I, I believe that as we're doing this show fourteen with three hundred and some left to go, this is quintessential Aerosmith in my book. Are you still on my move with bold predictions, Corey? I might be. I might be. You know, I, I say we just wrap up shop right now. We've already got the, the two best songs. Uh, let, let's just call the mix uh, mixtape done and uh, move on with our lives. What do you say? I, I, I mean, it makes our, our lives a little bit easier, but um, I'm kind of enjoying what we're doing. So let's, uh, let, let's keep the music rolling. Yes, sir. going to keep this song on this list a very long time everything we just heard there musically is 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 the peak of this band um you know it was a it was a couple of notes but it was a lot of stank and uh, it's, stank. yeah yeah and it's exactly what we look for and like Corey, you saw you saw how my face was kind of kind of 
gyrating and everything like you knew that we were going to break into the song right after that was done because 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 you know, I, I basically had a face explosion or a face orgasm dur- during that that section of the song i couldn't tell if you were happy or sad though i, oh, I don't know if it was going to be a good comment or a bad one i i kind of don't envy uh your sexual partners uh if they see that face is he enjoying himself or is he gonna you know get really mad this is why i voluntarily put the paper bag on myself (laughs) and and i'm sure all the ladies and gentlemen uh, who might be so lucky to be with you are are thankful for that yeah you you know whoever's a willing partner and a consensual partner the one thing that they do that they do appreciate is my kindness and not showing them my my old face but you know what maybe you'll put the song on the background because uh got some good rhythm to this one too we talked about uh, a couple of the songs being you know kind of kind of you know about sex and the rhythm of sex there's another one that that can maybe uh you know be decent to have while you're uh in the tender act of making love Chip away the stone from 1978's gems. John Mariano, what do you think? I I I I really dug it. I really dug it, especially the latter half of that song. It is is there's some great stuff going on. And I completely get why why you you wanted this song, why you fought for the song, and um why the dice finally relented and gave you the song. You know what it took long enough, but um kind of glad for that because you know we had some decent tracks in there but uh as we wrap up recording here tonight john i was in the mood uh for some quintessential aerosmith and we got it uh with, with chip away the stone uh i'm no i'm not the only one that thinks this is an all-time aerosmith classic it's been covered uh by such bands as humble pie guns and roses did it on tour uh vince neal has covered it um you know it, it's a favorite amongst aerosmith circles and uh, uh as we're recording this uh on show 14 john I'd be hard pressed to think of another song that's maybe going to knock it off. It's that good. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I stand by seasons of weather would knock it off, but there's room enough for both of them. Corey. Exactly. So. There's room enough for both of them. I agree wholeheartedly, but that also means John, now it's my turn to have that moment of panic where I got to pick a song that replaces chip away the stone on the die. And, 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 and do you have one offhand? Well, you know what? I was thinking thinking of albums we haven't grabbed the track off of yet. And one of those albums that we haven't grabbed the track off of yet is Night in the Ruts. And that's not an album I'm super familiar with. There's uh, uh, Everyone will kind of remember uh, the song, ironically, called Remember, uh, Walk in the Sand. It's a Shangri-La's cover because it was on their first Greatest Hits album. We're not going to go with that right off the hop. We're going to go with a song that I, I don't really know, and I couldn't tell you right now, naming it how it goes but we're gonna have to get to these songs eventually so i'm gonna put cheesecake on the die just because john you made me hungry earlier talking about grilled cheese 
and I can use a little cheesecake. And I'm actually familiar with cheesecake, and I enjoy cheesecake. That's an excellent choice, Corey. Oh, awesome. And I, I believe it was on Pandora's Box as well, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, Pandora's Box was a collection of albums. So, so, so the albums were on Pandora or in Pandora's Box. Well, there's only three, three discs on Pandora's Box. So it wasn't every album. It was just kind of choice cuts from each. Oh, I don't know which version you had, but I bought Pandora's Box. I have the box set somewhere. And the box set that I bought of Pandora's Box was every album. Now, maybe there, there might have also been a limited version of it. But the way I collected my Aerosmith albums, I can tell you, is I bought a, a, a compact disc box set that was called Pandora's Box, and it had every album. Okay, because the Pandora's Box I'm talking about was the, uh, the box set released in 91. It had three discs, so it didn't feature uh, every single album on there, but it had, uh, and usually from um, some of the tracks, it was previously unreleased versions like uh, Write Me a Letter from Disc One was unreleased. Uh, Rattlesnake Shake is on there. That was from a, a radio broadcast, so it didn't have uh, every album on there, but I believe uh, Cheesecake might have been on here, and I'm just kind of looking at the... Uh, yeah, it was actually right here on disc three, Cheesecake from Night in the Ruts on disc three of Pandora's Box. So maybe that's where I heard it for the first time because I don't, I got to be honest, I don't put on Night in the Ruts on a lot, but I'm just kind of jonesing out for some Aerosmith. Um, I don't know a ton about that album. I know, uh, at least on Columbia, there was a different producer on that one. This is 79. This is kind of before uh, Joe and oh. Brad left the, left the band. I stand corrected, Corey. Um, so I did own Pandora's box and you're correct. That was the three albums. I, I got this off of box of fire. Okay. Yeah. And box that would fire. have them all. Yeah. I, I had to go look it up. Cause I'm like, I could have sworn I bought, 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 bought a box set that had a ton of albums in it and it, it was box of fire. Yes. That one, uh, that box set definitely did have every album. So, uh, an honest mistake, but, uh, you know, we're, we're not historians. Uh, we're we're going to get small little details wrong here and there, but uh, uh, good job there uh, correcting yourself. I, 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 that was one I saw in the record store all the time and I wish I got was Box of Fire. So I'm a little envious that you grabbed that one when you did. Yeah. Um, I do want to thank, th th thank the fans for tuning in and listening and, 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 and supporting you, you and Mark over on uh, and the podcast Will Rock and Ken Knapsack over on Pop Rock and Radio and listening to us and supporting us and tweeting about us and keep 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 it keeping this thing keeping this dream alive of making it through the whole Aerosmith catalog um yeah gory um this was a this was a great pick man i uh i'm, I'm I, we've had a couple of really good episodes in a row now and we got some interesting ones still on the die we got uh, cheesecake helter skelter you gotta move shame on you just push play and sick as a dog so we're, we're digging into a, a little of the more obscure sections of the discography here, which uh, I'm, I'm really kind of looking forward to. Like, it's it's one thing to go through the hits uh, or even the most well-known songs like Chip Away or Seasons of Wither and say, yeah, these are great songs. They belong on here. But maybe we'll find some diamonds in the rough uh, with some of these other tracks that we're not so familiar with. Yeah. And with that, John Mariano, if you're ready, uh, as always, let's give the final word to one Steven Tyler. <laughs> 